Uh, good evening. I'd like to call the uh, January 20th meeting of the uh, Alcohol License Review Committee uh, to order. Um, could we have the uh, clerk call the roll, please? Alder Skidmore? Here. Alder Revere? Here. Alder B. Darcyla? Here. Mr. Cano? Here. Mr. Donnelly? Present. Mr. Fletcher? Ms. Hill? Chair Langrath? Present. We have quorum. Okay, thank you. Uh, so our first item on the agenda is the approval of the minutes of our uh, last meeting. Uh, those were distributed with the uh, members' packets. Do we have any uh, corrections, deletions, comments, or motions? Uh, we have a motion and a second to approve the minutes as submitted. Hearing no further discussion, all those in favor say aye. Opposed? Okay, that motion passes. Next item on our agenda is uh, public comment uh, of a general nature. Um, do we have anyone who is registered for public comment? No public comment. Okay, so then we'll move to disclosures and recusals. Uh, it's at this point of the agenda that any member of the committee that might have a conflict um, uh, with an item that's uh, scheduled for the agenda identifies that and indicates what they'll do uh, with regard to um, participating in the discussion. So do we have any disclosures or recusals or any agenda item? Uh, we have none. Okay, that brings us then to the consent agenda, and for those of you that are unfamiliar with that, uh, the committee um, has uh, and staff have looked through the agenda items and determined those that are not controversial, so we deal with those as a single agenda item, uh, so you would want to listen up to see if the clerk is going to read your agenda item because if it's on the consent agenda and remains there it'll get approved uh, with the others and then you are you are free to go so um, could we hear the consent agenda the alcohol license review committee uses a consent agenda typical consent agenda items are routine procedural decisions and decisions that are likely to be non-controversial it can also include conditions that have been agreed excuse me, agreed to by the applicant. If you are here appearing for your liquor license application tonight and your agenda item appears on this consent agenda, you are not required to speak in front of the committee. Each item on the consent agenda will be read aloud, and if there are no objections by committee members, alders, staff, or citizens registered to speak on the item, the item will be approved with any recommended action as stated on the consent agenda. If you still wish to speak, or if you would like the ALRC not to take action on your item this evening, please inform the clerk. If you are here to testify on an agenda item and would like to make sure you speak, check the box wishes to speak. Why is a consent agenda used? The consent agenda is used by the ALRC to save meeting time and to help ensure that meetings focus on substantive uh, topics that are worth discussion. Through the bundling process, the entire set of routine agenda items can be voted on in one action versus taking the time to vote on each individual item. 
Item number three, change of agent, Two Pinners LLC, DBA Chuba Hut, 453 West Gilman Street. Item number four, change of agent, Quantum Leap Restaurants, Inc., DBA TGI Fridays at 2502 East Springs Drive. Item number five, business name change, King Arthur LLC, current DBA Capital Tap House, 107 State Street. Item number six, entity reorganization, Two Pinners LLC, DBA Chiba Hut. Seven, change of license conditions, Jelly Side Up LLC, DBA Oliver's at 2540 University Ave. 11, new license, public hearing, India Kitchens, Inc., doing business as to be determined at 6713 Odana Road. 12, new license, public hearing, Domin Enterprises, LLC, DBA Domins at Hawks Landing at 88 Hawks Landing Circle. 13, new license, public hearing, Field Table, LLC, DBA Field Table, 10 West Mifflin Street. 14, new license public hearing, Kavanaugh Inc., DBA Kavanaugh Catering, 301 Wisconsin Ave. And 15, new license public hearing, Lucas D. Rodriguez, DBA Estacion Inca at 604 <coughs> University Ave. Uh, thank and you. I apologize, there's a request for separation on number 15. Okay, we've already had a request for separation of number 15. Uh, request for separation and any of the other items by uh, the committee. Captain Glady. Can I have items 3 and 6 separated, please? 3 and 6. Uh, Alder Beater Silo. I just want to add a condition to number 7, um, but keep it on the consent agenda. The condition is my understanding based on my conversation with the applicant um, and they're in my district, which is food will be served at all times. And I guess it's my understanding that they won't be serving maybe a full menu, but there will be some food served at all times. So if okay, I know there is so food will be served at all times is added to number 7, but it stays on the consent agenda. Correct. That would be... All right, and Alder Revere. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I'd like separation on item uh, 14, Kavanaugh Catering, and I only have one rather brief question for the applicant, so I'm hoping that after we dispense with the consent agenda motion, we could take item 14 up immediately, please, after that. Okay. All right, so... To review, we have separation requests for item number three uh, and item number six. Item number seven stays on the consent agenda, but food will be served at all times is added as one of the conditions. Item 14 and item 15. Okay, hearing no further discussion, uh, all those in... Well, let's see, we should have a motion to approve the consent agenda as amended. Do I have such a motion? I do from uh, Mr. Fletcher. Second. So we have a motion and a second to approve the consent agenda as amended. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Okay. So if your item was not removed, which means it was item 4, 5, uh, 7, 11, 12, or 13, your item has been acted on. You're free to go. Uh, enjoy the balmy weather. And, uh, or you can stay and watch if you want. Your choice. 
Okay, so uh, Alder Revere had asked if uh, we could take up item 14. Are you going to make a motion to that effect? Alder Revere. So, so moved. Okay, we have a second. Okay, several seconds. Item number 14, which is um, new license for Kavanaugh, Inc. And you had a question. Is there anyone here from Kavanaugh, Inc.? Oh, several people. Um, Scott Stats, I believe, and also John Kavanaugh. So. Yeah, which. So I, I just had a, a, a really brief question, and obviously uh, you're well known institution here uh, Esquire Club mr. Kavanaugh my question is about the entertainment license okay catering by Mike uh, always had a entertainment license for the Masonic Temple Correct. at this location and I noticed you hadn't applied yet I, I did yes uh, two days ago oh, okay great I did I didn't realize I, I wasn't aware that it had to be done I thought it maybe went till the end of the year so I put an application in yesterday Oh, wonderful. Yeah, okay. and, I, and I put in the security plan. And I just give it to him today. All right, that's great. I'm sorry that you might feel the need to come back next month. I don't think you probably need to come back next month, but okay. we'll see you uh, at least your application on the agenda next month. Perfect. Thank, Thank you. you. If there's no further questions, I move to grant then. Okay, a motion and a second to grant item number 14. Any further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Uh, opposed? Okay. Thank know. you very much. Thank you. Okay, so that's the consent agenda and item number 14. So that takes us back to our regular agenda, item number one, which is an operator license application for Lawrence Wilson. Is Mr. Wilson here? Yeah, uh, so uh, your license uh, application got um, removed from the packet. Uh, Captain Glady from the police department is going to explain why, and then there will probably be a few questions from the uh, committee for you. Uh, Captain Glady. Thank you, Mr. Chair. During the background uh, check, uh, Mr. Wilson, uh, was learned, had a felony conviction for a drug offense 14 years ago in 2002, and that was the only offense uh, uh, related to the separation. Okay. Thank you, Captain Grady. Uh, questions of applicant... Uh, Mr. Wilson, by any member of the committee. Um, Alder Revere. Hi, sir. I'll start over here. Uh, I guess my first question is uh, what sentence you served for that felony conviction? Could you explain to us what, what your sentence was and when that was completed? Your mic's not on just one second. Now it is. Now you're good. I was sentenced to three years probation, two with hell. Uh, in which I did successfully, paid my fines, moved on with life, eliminated all my friends, in close mix with my family. I held a management position now for the past 13 years, and now I just need my license to continue that pace. And what year do you recall were you discharged from your supervision by the Department of Corrections? Mm. 2005. Back in 2000, so it's been a, over a decade or so. Yes. 
and it's hard to see from where I sit. Are you wearing a Kelly's Market? Yes, I am. Jersey. So you, you're employed by Kelly Williamson? Yes, sir. Uh, how long have you worked for KW? Well, I just uh, started working for KW in June of 2015. Before there, I was uh, a supervisor at Savers West for five years. And your employment with, with KW necessitates you to have this license, I take it? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. We sell alcohol on our premises. Right. Is your employer aware of your yes, sir. past conviction? Yes, sir. Okay, so they obviously had no concerns with you. No, sir. Or they wouldn't have hired you and they wouldn't have asked you to um, secure a, a license. Correct. Would this be your first uh, operator's license? Or no, sir. I've, I've held license uh, 1998 with Stop and Go. Uh, just recently, as of late, in 2007 to 2010, I had a license with uh, Francois Oil. I was the manager there at that convenience store as well. I held one with Clark when there was Clark gas station here in town, uh -huh. 96, 97. You've had many, and those are all in the city of Madison for the yes, most Yes, sir. So you just, you just failed to renew it? Well, you just didn't renew your license because you went to different employment, correct? Well, no. I, well... When I left the convenience store and I went to a whole other field, right. I didn't need alcohol like Right, right. So now I'm going back. I'm back in the convenience store field industry here, and I need license now. I understand. Okay, very good. Thanks for explaining everything. Walter Peter Seema. Do we have other questions? Or I, was I don't see any in the queue. I move to grant. Second. Second. Okay, motion and a second to grant the license. Um, any further questions? The applicant? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, the other operator license for William Clay. Um, Mr. Clay contacted the clerk's office and, and indicated he was unable to attend, um, uh, but definitely wants to speak to the committee, so I ask if we could put it on the next uh, agenda. Uh, so we have a motion to... And a second to refer to the uh, next meeting when we'll hopefully see Mr. Clay. Hearing any further discussion? We're hearing no further discussion. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Okay. So then we are down to, let's see, item number, item number three. And we probably, three and six are related here, and I believe Captain Gwady has essentially the same questions for both. So item number three, change of agent for two, Two Pinners, LLC, doing business as Chiba Hut. Uh, do we have anyone who's registered? No one has registered, and no one is here to speak about that. So, Captain Grady. I'll just opine to the committee, if I may, then. Um, I, I have no serious concerns. I was just more curious uh, at the reorganization of the naming of a new agent. Uh, they weren't here too long ago expanding their hours of operation, and I was just curious to, uh, with new management and a new uh, kind of business plan to hear from them um, and give us confidence and you confidence that the operations were going to continue um, in a manner that uh, would be uh, safe and appealing to the community. So that was my, my questions I would have asked the proposed agent. 
Okay, uh, Mr. Donnelly. I'm just wondering if Alder Revere happens to have met with the new agent. Well, I think Alder Revere was anticipating your question because he's the next one in the queue. Alder Revere. Thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm happy to, to respond to Mr. Donnelly's question and, and perhaps to um, provide some comfort to Captain Glady as well. I have not met Mr. Morris in person. However, I did have a telephone conversation with him before the holidays last month. And uh, what I recall from the conversation is that he relocated to our community um, from out of state where he worked for the company in Colorado and now is going to be living here full-time as a part owner and full-time general manager of the restaurant. Uh, and that was pretty much the extent of it. The conversation was more about what uh, paperwork would be required um, by the city to have the licensing in order and so forth. I guess the other thing I would just note is that he did not mention any sort of changes for the restaurant operation whatsoever. It is still the same majority ownership. He's just a new, um, I think, rather small minority owner in the company. Um, I guess the last thing I would note is that um, perhaps for their newer members, the, and the clerk's office can correct me if I'm wrong, but generally they inform both agent applicants and entity reorg applicants, I believe, that it's not necessary for them to attend our meetings because, you know, for example, we don't ever even get copies of these applications in our packets, so we don't have the benefit of our, the applications for these two agenda items. So I would assume that he would, although I don't believe I instructed him, he did not need to attend. I might have, but I'm guessing that when he applied, he was told it wasn't necessary for him to be with us tonight. And if there is an interest in having him come, I, I certainly wouldn't object to referral motion. If, but if there's no other discussion, I would move to grant each agenda item, unless there's an interest in them coming next month. Him coming next month. Let me just check in with Captain Glady. No, that that satisfies me, and I'll just make a point to go down and uh, introduce myself. Okay, so then uh, Alder Revere has a motion to grant on the floor. Do we have a second? second. We have a second. Um, further discussion? Hearing none. Uh, those in favor, say aye. Aye. And that is for. Um, Three and six. Yeah, we're do, did your motion cover three and six? Yes, that was the intent. Got it. Thank you. All right, so let's see here. Seven has been approved. So that takes us to item number eight uh, 21 plus entertainment for Kabul restaurant. And do we have anyone? No one has registered to speak, and there's. No one here in the gallery for Kabul. Uh, Alder Beter Seeloff and then um, Captain Glady. Um, I would like to move referral. And if I get a second, I'll stick to it. Okay, um, motion and second for referral. So I did receive, and I think Alder Beter too, um, received an um, email from Alder Sellers requesting um, referral. Um, I'm sure Captain Gray can talk about the reason, but so. Okay, Captain Clady. Yeah, that is that is correct. Uh, uh, Alder Zellers was out of 
country, I believe, over the holidays. And when she returned, uh, both she and I attempted uh, on numerous occasions to contact the agent to have the conversation regarding the entertainment license. If you recall, um, we did have an alert meeting on this establishment um, prior to the holidays, reference uh, an unfortunate incident that occurred after an illegal uh, entertainment event that it had. And um, so we were uh, surprised with the application given that uh, the, the agent was adamant that the entertainment license was not going to be desired. So. Um, we attempted that contact. We learned that uh, the agent was actually out of country um, when we tried to meet with him, which is a whole separate issue, I think, that um, may or may not be an issue for the committee. Uh, but we have not had a chance to meet with him, and uh, we would uh, both the uh, alderperson and I would like the referral so that we can have that meeting prior to coming back to the committee. Uh, thank you, Captain Gleaney. So we had a motion and a second to refer this to our next uh, agenda meeting. Uh, any further comment or discussion? All right. Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Okay. So this will be on our uh, February meeting. Uh, it takes us to item number nine, which is a uh, new license for t uh, Oriental Gifts doing business as Tobacco Plus. And we have... No one registered to speak on that item. Um, Captain Glady. Let's keep going. <laughs> um, I received information from uh, the new captain of the South District, John Patterson. He had a conversation with the Alder. Uh, there had been an ongoing request for a neighborhood meeting reference this uh, license, which still has not happened. And through the captain, through the alder, the request to refer until that neighborhood meeting occurs. Okay, and I, <clears throat> I can tell you that that neighborhood meeting is uh, the 29th, uh, when this is going to be discussed. Um, Mr. Donnelly, and and then uh, Mr. Fletcher. Uh, I'm move referral to next month's meeting. Okay. Uh, we have a second. Second. Sure. Okay. And but I do have a question first for Captain Glady. Do we know if they are currently selling alcohol? Currently, they are not. Uh, they had been with the inadvertent issuance that was rectified. The uh, license was returned, and all alcohol was removed from the premise. Um, so they are in compliance currently. Okay. Thank you. Okay, no one else in the queue, so we have a motion and a second to put this one forward to our February agenda. Any further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed? Okay, this will be on the February, February meeting, and as I mentioned, the uh, neighborhood meeting is uh, next uh, Tuesday evening. Takes us to item number 10, and we do have a speaker, and that is Lisa Greck. Greco? So, Lisa, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, tell us uh, what you uh, have an interest in having the committee uh, approve for you. Sure. Um, I'm Lisa Greco. I'm a district manager for Starbucks here in the Madison area. And um, we are looking to bring our evenings program 
to the store on Capitol Square, um, in addition to two other stores that are outside of, of Madison but in the area. Um, and uh, that will include uh, beer and wine only. Um, and it also comes with a line of uh, different foods that are served in our evening stores. And the purpose is just to have an environment that's after 4 p.m. that's inviting to our morning customers that we see that they can unwind. Um, it would include uh, local high-end beers and wines, three to five um, of each, and um, would be a, a high-end product. It, uh, in the stores that we do have it in, um, not in Madison, but uh, in the Midwest, it accounts for, beer and wine account for approximately 2% of the sales, um, but the food that it comes with is about 10 to 15%. Um, it would be uh, highlighted after 4 p.m., but not sold before 2, um, even upon request on weekdays, and then noon on weekends. Um, I did receive uh, an email um, from Mr. Wolf with some questions that were responded uh, via email today. Um, would you like me to address those? Yeah? Okay. Um, so the first one um, was in regards to um, meeting with the mayor, and my apologies, I didn't know that that was a requirement, and so did reach out to, to do that. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, the second question was in regards to uh, if it would be allowed on our patio, and that would be no, we're not applying for that patio license. Another question was why um, it was this particular class uh, B combination license that was applied for, and that's because uh, we're based out of Seattle. So while we're not planning on selling um, anything but beer and wine, that's why that particular license was requested. Um, and then uh, another point was uh, in regards to obtaining the alcohol license in this location that has previously held the license. And just wondering on our uh, space and, and restaurant to bar versus retail, um, you know, we, we are planning to renovate our space this year. We did so about four years ago as well and don't have plans on moving uh, elsewhere. You keep okay. Uh, and then the last piece was um, in regards to just the concern of, uh, you know, on that corner, um, a number of intoxicated persons. Uh, I think the instances that we do see um, are more so in the morning, the early morning, and not this time of day. Okay, uh, we have a couple people in the queue, uh, Mr. Fletcher, and then Alder Breeder Seeloff, and then Alder Rivera. Lisa, can you, you maybe spoke about this uh, in, in your introduction, but does, does Starbucks have, a, you know, any plans to kind of broaden, you know, the number of locations in the Madison market with this particular, uh, uh, apply for any other kind of Class B licenses in Madison? 
Yeah, so um, I attended the Sun Prairie uh, City Council meeting last night, and that was approved. And then um, Middleton Hills for the Greenway location uh, was approved last week. But, for instance, you have a location, uh, in, you know, hypothetically down State Street, for instance. No, that be we're not thinking about doing that. that. Okay. Neither that nor the University Avenue okay. are stores that we've looked at. So the way that um, we would uh, kind of go about highlighting stores that we'd like to have evenings in um, has to do with uh, the volume that they do, uh, the, the clients that they serve, and um, the percentage of business that's done after 4 o'clock. So it would be... Um, you know, lower than 30% of our sales are done during that time, so we're looking to highlight uh, something else to bring in that business during that time. And the estimate in terms of the um, alcohol to food breakdown, sorry, I have a, a sore throat, so uh, uh, with, um, are those based on what you've seen at other Starbucks locations with the evening menu in terms of the percentage for, for alcohol? Yeah, um, exactly. So the the 2% is uh, current in the Midwest, the stores that have it. So actually the closest here currently would be in Schaumburg, um, which is, you know, a different market, but out of the stores that we have, which in the country is about 120. So there are four states currently, and then this year another four or five. So this is just using the, the Midwest figure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Alder Peter Seeloff. Um, so one of the items, and you may have spoken to this and I missed it, but um, the outdoor space mm-hmm. um, and whether you are planning on serving um, alcohol in the outdoor space. No, so alcohol would not be allowed outside. Um, And that just has to do with our patio is not set up for that, and I'm not confident that we could monitor that. So, no. So would would you thus be comfortable with a condition that states that? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Alder Revere. um, Thank you. Were you the individual when that completed this application? I was not, no. Who, Who was that? Um, that was done, uh, Kate Becker, um, who is a, uh, an attorney, and then um, Mark Johnson, his role is with um, just organizing evenings, and he is out of Seattle. And what's your role again? I'm the district manager, and then uh, our store manager, who is with me here this evening as well, um, did apply. Uh, Amanda Johnson is on the she filled out some paperwork too for the license, but not the paperwork that is for, I guess, for her license, but not the Class B liquor license. So that's Ms. Johnson there in the gallery. Correct. Okay, hi. And where are you located um, physically? Where's your office? Out of oh, my office is in State Street. Oh, okay. So your what's your region? Um, Geographic well, have, region when you say uh, the district. Right, so I have Sun Prairie, Monona, Middleton, um, Madison, Fitchburg, uh, La Crosse. Okay, so did... That one doesn't quite fit, I know. <laughs> as, as we, I used to have a much larger geography, and then it kind of shrinks as we grow. But I kept that one. <laughs> you're, you're driving a bit, obviously. Um, it's nice. So we're, did, did the headquarters in Seattle or Attorney Becker in the Twin Cities, did they 
present to you the requirements to complete a license in the city yes. of Memphis? Was there a checklist, do you recall, and a list of people that needed to be contacted? No, there wasn't a checklist. I received the form and then where to send it. Um, and that was the form that Ms. Johnson filled out, but I don't, I don't have a checklist. Well, right on the application on the last page, which we don't have in our packets because of personal identifiable information that we don't want out on the Internet easily for people, there's a list of questions as to uh, your, who you're required to contact. Oh, actually, no, that is here. It's questions um, 60, 61, 62. Do you have the application in front of you by chance? 63, 64, and I can tell you from personal experience, I'm the alder person for the Capitol Square store, and I was never contacted by anybody from your company, just as the mayor's representative, food and alcohol policy director, Mr. Wolf, was never contacted as required. Do you have any explanation for why none of us were contacted? Um. I will find out, but I, I don't know why. Okay. My apologies. Captain Glady, were you contacted by the company? No. He's also was required to be contacted. Do you know, was there an informational session held? We did have an informational session. It didn't have an attendance, um, but we did have the, the notice of hearing. Actually, it's still posted in our store. Uh, when was that? Do you recall, or does Ms. Johnson recall? Mm -hmm. Yes, please. I couldn't hear the response. Sorry, you could come forward, or your boss could repeat it. <laughs> yeah, we had that session last Tuesday um, in the morning. So a week ago. Yeah, I was told by the city clerk. I went down to the office uh -huh. just to make sure um, I had all like a, all the meetings in the right area, uh -huh. and they told me to have it at least one week before this meeting. Right. So we did have it a week before. Um, I did talk to them, and I was like, is there anybody else I need to contact or do? And they said, wait till you go to this meeting, and that's the only thing you have to do. So, again, with contacting anybody, I totally okay, missed great. that. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't need to assign blame to you. It seems like the corporate office I'll follow. and your attorney in Minnesota didn't really provide you appropriate or more over adequate information about uh, our application process here in Madison. So let me ask you this. So when I saw the when we arrived at our places tonight was a you know brief email from attorney Becker, which I'm sure you've seen. I did, yes. Uh, in, in terms of willing to you know, hoping to meet with Mayor Soglin and so forth. Uh, when I first read the email again before you step to the podium I had um, perhaps presumed too much in this but I read I took the email to mean that you would not be objecting to a referral to our next meeting I don't want to put words in your mouth but I don't know if that's been discussed with attorney Becker or not but given that the procedures weren't really followed by the company again I'm not assigning blame to anyone here locally but the corporate office do would you have any strong objections to as you've heard us with other applications so far tonight referring them to our next regular meeting in in February yeah that would be fine um, certainly you know I can see in this section F that there are additional pieces that need to happen mm -hmm. 
And just so you know where I'm coming from, I, and I'm only speaking for myself as one of the people that you're required to have a conversation with in advance of tonight's hearing, but I'm, unlike the mayor, I'm predisposed the opposite direction that, you know, frankly, we've granted licenses to similarly situated coffee shops in the downtown area for several years now, and I don't think that you're any special exception based on what I know tonight. So I don't want you to take this that, you know, the older person for the district is has concerns or is in opposition. It's just that given the mayor's concerns and the fact that if you don't know this, he has the power to veto the license if uh, approved by the entire city council. Uh, it seems to me that it would be worthwhile for all parties if if you and your colleagues in the company had a chance to meet with the mayor and discuss his concerns openly and directly with one another rather than us approving you tonight going to the February 2nd City Council meeting where the mayor probably will speak against the license likely the council I'm just setting up a scenario that happened last year council would approve it the mayor would veto it we then have a second debate at the City Council and we could avoid all that perhaps discomfort if we might simply just refer this tonight and and take the time to have these face-to-face -face meetings that yeah, should have occurred. Reasonable. Thank you. And by the way, the, the conversation with myself, just to close here, I don't expect to meet with Attorney Decker or someone from Seattle Corporate Office. I'm happy to just meet, of course, with your folk, local folks, and that would be more than sufficient for me. I can't speak for Captain Glady. We can let him say a few words if he wants to. But thank you. Thank you. And again, I'm sorry you were put in this spot. I'm not... I'm happy it's, to be it's not your making. <laughs> Thank you. And don't go away. We've got uh, three people in the queue: Alder Skidmore, then uh, Alder Breeder Seeloff, and then Mr. Uh, Kano. So, uh, and then also Captain Glady. Thanks. Uh, I've got a couple of questions for you. Um, uh, as Mike said, that this is similar to other establishments like yours uh, in the area uh, and I got a couple of questions uh, related to that will you be having wine tasting uh, events similar to say barriques in evenings where people come in and pay a certain amount of money and then drink there is um, currently in the program uh, that's been done in other stores it's once a month on Thursday and it's not a fee that you would pay to join very similar to how we have coffee tastings but it is limited to one sample of beer or wine um, so it's more about about the food but we do um, we're planning to do it the same way that we do our coffee tastings so the drinks would be free but it would be one sample okay. yes um, uh, going back to the breeks model they said they sell wine or excuse me bottles of wine um, at the coffee shop that I frequent, and uh, is that that's something that you're not going to be doing, selling? Uh... Only by the glass. Okay. They'll be displayed by the bottle, but only sold by the glass. Yeah, and I, I just kind of echo some of the comments uh, I've heard before about observations. Uh, uh, having alcohol at this uh, uh, venue outdoor might be problematic, and that uh, just in my observations, which are at usually not normal working hours, uh, there are a number of intoxicated people, you know, 
adjacent to your building, but they have nothing to do with uh, what goes on on the inside of your building. So just just a comment. That's all. Thank you. Okay, Alder Breeder Seeloff, Mr. Kano, and then Kevin Glady. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Fletcher. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I can't uh -oh. count. <laughs> um, I, I guess one other um, kind of benchmarking, if you want to put it in question, and it kind of relates to point number two uh, in Director Wolf's letter, the, the memorandum, where Starbucks has introduced this model in other stores in, in, in the Midwest or nationally, have they seen an uptick or is there any data uh, in terms of a, an uptick or has it remained the same in terms of security or police issues in those locations? You know, the only uh, real data I have is, you know, just, just to quote what they've seen, which is, is so far um, that there hasn't been an increase, but I can't tell you, you know, what city and I can't tell you what the, in, you know, what the numbers were before and then after, and it is a relatively new program, um, but just thinking about the average, uh, I guess, number of beer and wine that units that are sold per day um, it's under 10 so um, I don't think that uh, based on that number mm -hmm. it would be excessive consumption that would lead to that um, then I, I suppose I'd, I'd like to motion to refer uh, well, we have a couple more people okay. who have some questions and we can come back to uh, uh, to the motion um, um, Mr. Kano. Hi, I have a couple of questions. One is about uh, at this location, do you already have uh, performance? We do not. With acoustic music? No. And this is the location downtown, correct? Yes. What, what were you thinking about putting the acoustic music uh, performance? Like, in what area of the coffee store? Well, um, when I kind of looked at the layout, uh, you know, really, I guess it would be de depend on, um, I guess the the performance, the performer's preference. But I think just in the corner, as you walk in, uh, either to the right or the left, would have the best kind of acoustics, and like you can hear from it. Yeah, hear it from from all angles. I think that might be the only location that would fit that too. Okay, and you see. So do you think about limiting the number of people that are coming in? How do you do with, like, you know, in other places when do people come in to a bar, they, they have a particular number of people. How do you control that when you're having performances? Right. So I, I think of it very similar to we have a, a program where artists can, um, you know, once a month come and put their paintings on the wall. And so it wouldn't be something that would happen every night or maybe even every week, but maybe with those Thursday tastings. So I don't see it being more than one uh, a night and more frequent than you know once a week but maybe even as minimally as once a month depending on I guess just the popularity and, and whom we have sign up okay and then the other question and your business plan uh, you do talk about the outdoor area and the business plan and it does says that it has a capacity of 28 seats and it says that it will be alcohol served in that outdoor area so that will be something to unless I'm reading it incorrectly I'll, I'll have to review it, and I apologize, but 
um, I'm confident that, that that's not the case. So that will be something to like change it from there or whatever, uh, even though maybe uh, uh, there will be that already put in there as a restriction. There will not be alcohol uh, outside, but just Thank you. You know, to make it a more friendly proposal. Um, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Captain Glady. Thank you, Mr. Chair. <clears throat> Uh, I'll start with the business plan. Um, it, it appears to be somewhat of a boilerplate for this type of business model across the country and potentially was maybe used in your Sun Prairie given that it talks about meeting with representatives of Sun Prairie in this business plan. Okay. So since it's being referred, uh, I would have comfort in preparation for our meeting if, if the business plan could be reviewed and, and tailored specifically for this location, um, um, take out the, the outdoor cafe area because you're not using it, and that would clean up and, and lead. Don't have to do it on that road if it's not there. Um, um, it, it mentions just a few other things, just so you're, you're thinking of it uh, down Dane County curfew. Um, Times, which would be City of Madison, just some semantics with that. Um, the uh, in the application uh, 37 uh, under Section E, uh, entertainment you have checked yes, and then go into acoustic, um, which does not require an entertainment license, which uh, wouldn't have to go before the committee, and, and what you've described uh, meets that um, uh, description. The second under 38 is a little confusing. Um, what age range do you hope to attract to your establishment? Uh, it says general service all ages and alcohol service 18 plus, which would not be legal. It needs to be 21 plus. So um, just some of those things to, to clean up uh, in preparation for our meeting and then for the next hearing here. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we have no one else in the queue, uh, so we have no other questions. Uh, you can take a seat if you wish. Uh, there may be some more, so don't okay. don't leave. And uh, uh, the committee will chat about what it wants to do. Uh, Mr. Fletcher, can I move referral? <coughs> okay, motion and second for referral. Further discussion? Hearing none. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed. Okay. Uh, so the motion is referred. Uh, Captain Glady had some suggestions for what to do on the, on the application, and we'll see you here in a month. Certainly. Thank, Thank you. you for your time. Okay. That takes us then to item 15. Okay. Which is... Um, Public hearing for Estishan, is that how we pronounce it? And do we have anyone here registered to speak? No one registered to speak. Um, what is the committee's preference? Mr. Donnelly. Second. It was a motion to refer and a second, both occurring at the same time. Okay. Uh, further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Okay. So this will also be on our February agenda. And if I put all the check marks right, that's everything on, on the agenda other than our uh, 
general discussion items. So we'll move on to item number 16, Tavern Safety League Training. That's usually Mr. Wolf. Um, and he is not here. Uh, I do not. Oh, Captain Grady. I believe he has one scheduled in conjunction with our CPT Team Central. I, I'm sorry, I don't know the date offhand, but I know he was working with them to do, do that scheduling. Okay. Uh, Some of your recent calls for service. Captain Glady, anything to change or comment on with regard to that? No comments from the committee? Everybody's getting their reports the way they want them? Yep. Okay. And quick selfish summary of licenses issued. Anything other than your report? Okay. Oh. Mr. Fletcher. I do have a quick question for Captain Glahey actually on the on the reports. Is it possible and you probably answered this question, you know, five dozen times to other people, so I apologize if this is repetitive, but the, the report sometimes lists a location by a certain period of time in terms of dates and then later on it lists them by another. Are they run just in terms of a period of days or can they be run all at once for the entire month? Does that make sense as a question, I hope? Are you referring uh, to the individual address and license? To the, to the incident reports? So, yeah, I, at least the, the way I could read it. So, Sicko Quick Mart appears for, say, 12, 13, and 14, and then, at least the way it printed out, it would come up again with a different date period later on in the report. Is, is it possible to have, like, an incident report for the entire month? That would be easier to, to read, maybe? Well, I, I will work and, and, and get that fixed. Eric, did you have something to add? Oh. Yeah, actually, those the reports that are in your packet are a summary of several different reports that come out weekly. Okay. And so it's just a, a one week, and then the next week, and the next week. So sometimes the place will have calls on consecutive weeks, and that's it's not a report that's run in a big group. It's each week we get the same reports you guys do, and so they just wind up in your packet that way. So you'll have the same place if it has multiple police calls in consecutive weeks in different reports. So that's why it's not all. I don't have, we don't have the ability to, to filter it by a certain date range because okay. we get them weekly from, from the police. Okay. I, I will check and see if, um, for example, on the Monday prior to a meeting, if I could... I think you still want the weekly just to, to have an update of what's taking place with license establishments weekly. I think that's why you get it. Um, but I'll see if I can get a monthly cleaned up for for the actual committee hearing. Thank you. Okay. Um, any further comments? Any other business to come before the committee? This may be our shortest meeting. <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take it any longer. Do we have a motion? <laughs> we do for Mr. Donnelly. He's been anxious to make it. We have a second. <laughs> All those in favor say aye. aye. Okay, we are adjourned. Thank you.